Oh, baby, it is Friday, November, I never remember the day, 8th, <laughs> showtime everybody, welcome to an all new I'm Just Talking the Podcast, hosted by your man Brent Reed, aka Mr. Showtime himself, and it, uh, if you live in the Northeast, be safe, because I understand the the uh, winter is near. <laughs> but uh, in any case, thank you all. Uh, for your first time, you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and uh, SoundCloud. Just subscribe, follow, tell me, hey, thanks. And if you're watching here on IG and Instagram, I see you. I wave back because I can do that. <laughs> and so... Yeah, we're going to get today's show going. Weird, uh, giving you guys up. Normally, we do the show on Sunday. The show will only be on Sundays going forward until further notice. But we're gonna. I did two shows this week because I will not be doing a show Sunday because a little inside baseball. I will be reuniting with some old um, high school. Well, one is a real good high, old high school friend, and he's uh, my buddy Joe uh, uh, Sams and uh, Tim Woodson. Who's if you watch the YouTube show, you may hear some of his beats in the background. But Tim has been um, a friend of mine since I was 12. So he's a childhood friend. But we're going to reunite, hang out, play some uh, video games and uh, just talk, uh, reminisce about old time stuff. That's what you do when you get older. You You don't talk about anything new that you're doing. It's everything old that you used to do. Everything new that you do, you don't bring up for some strange reason. I guess it just depresses you that you're getting older. But speaking of what depresses me, this past week, the NBA once again went into a hubbub because uh, the most coveted free agent in years, Kawhi Leonard, who won a championship last year with the Toronto Raptors, has excited the world and lit the world on fire. Wednesday night, Kawhi Leonard did not play in uh, the basketball game. And some of you are saying, well, why does that matter? It matters a little bit to some. And here's where I'm going to pose the question. And you decide whether or not it matters to you or not. But Kawhi had a back-to-back. He had a game Wednesday and he had a game last night, Thursday. He chose not to play in the Wednesday game because of rest load. So some say, well, why does that matter? You know, the guy just wanted to get some rest. It kind of matters a little bit from the fans' perspective because what this 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 necessary thing that these players need rest all the time is kind of getting a little bit weird because Kawhi just had three days off previously to Wednesday or two days off. He just was he just was rested, and I know well he might have traveled. Brent, they travel first class. They don't sit and coach like us. They don't have to share a seat. I've seen the planes that the players sit on, and there's plenty of room. It's more room than some people's bedrooms. So when a fan purchases a ticket, and they, and especially if it's some young kid, and he wants to go to the game because he wants to see his favorite player, Kawhi Leonard. He wants to see the, the, the defending two-time NBA Finals MVP. He wants to see this guy. And this may be the only game he gets to go to, he can't go to it. He can't see his player because he needs rest. Now, here's the crazy thing. The NBA was so embarrassed by this, they had to release a fake statement saying that Kawhi had a knee injury when it came out that he didn't have a knee injury. Kawhi said he was perfectly fine. He just felt like he didn't feel like playing. I think that's kind of cool when you, you have that option. 
funny thing is, I have a regular nine to five job. Well, it's more like nine to seven, but I basically have to come to work every day. I'm scheduled. Now you get your sick time. You're supposed to use when you only when you're sick. But once you run out of sick time, there is no more sick time. You got to show up, even when you're sick. You got to show up because you abuse that system. I think the NBA needs to implement sick time. I think the NBA what they should do is since these players need time to rest, granted, they get like five days off. And I know, oh, what about practice? They only practice for an hour, okay? Spare me the crap. They only practice for an hour, and they spend the rest of the day either sitting at home or taking pictures. I mean, just being real with you, all you got to do is just follow them on Instagram. I think they should give them sick time. Give all the players sick time. Give them, there's a 82-game season. You give them 10 days they can have off. You give them 10 days. They can use them all up in a row. They can use them throughout the year. But you give them 10 days, and they and they once some 10 days is up, unless they're physically hurt. Like, I use them all my sick time. The company gives it to me, I use it. As soon as January hits, I use it. I want it out the way. But I got hurt. I tore my Achilles, so I couldn't go back to work. So... <laughs> I went on the IR and they didn't hold that against me. But in the case of you just look, it's kind of get because it is a little sickening when the players are getting paid more, but they're doing less. So as I love to do, I went and I did my homework and I went and looked at some legendary players and I didn't go crazy. I didn't go after Michael Jordan. I didn't go after Bill Russell. I didn't go after Magic Johnson. I just picked three. I just picked two players. Isaiah Thomas and Patrick Ewing, two players notoriously known for having injuries. Patrick, uh, Kawhi Leonard said he has a knee injury. Patrick Ewing had old knees from the time he left Georgetown in 1985. Isaiah Thomas had a broken ankle, a broken ankle and continued playing. He didn't, I don't even think he got surgery until like three years later. So if we look at Kawhi, right, the 82-game season, the players play 82. Kawhi has never played 80 in his entire career. He's only played 70. The most he's ever played is 74, and that was in 2007. Kawhi's been in the league for 11 years. If you look at Isaiah Thomas and Patrick Ewing, by the time they were in Kawhi's time, they, they played as many years as Kawhi has now. Isaiah's played 80 games seven times. Patrick Ewing played 80 games six times. The, only, the least amount of games they've ever played was uh, Isaiah played 48. The least amount Patrick ever played was 26. Both of them were injury play years where they couldn't get on the court. Kawhi one year only played nine games and he wasn't even hurt. And then if you look at Patrick Ewan, again, notoriously known for having knee injuries. I watched Patrick Ewan his entire career from the time I was born, which was 1986. So I caught up about 1988. <laughs> so if you look at Patrick's career, Patrick played 75. He played uh, he played 75 games five times. And this is a guy who could barely walk. This is a guy who used to watch in the game and he would have double knee pads on because his knees used to hurt so bad. So I'm I, and. Patrick made nowhere, nowhere amount the coin that Kawhi did. Now, it, you know, you don't want to count another man's dollars because it's kind of wrong and it's kind of hypocritical. And you, you kind of want to stay out of other people's pockets. But there is something to be said that if you're going to earn more money, you should do more. 
It shouldn't be the other way around. If you know the the guys in the past used to have to play because their checks a weren't guaranteed and b it was the only job that they get. Some guys used to have a job in the off season because they didn't make that much money because it was just a regular. You know, it was kind of like eh, you don't have to play basketball, so we'll give you you know uh, a, a normal salary. It was at one point basketball and baseball players. At one, depending on you know your rankings in the league, and, and football players made less money than the average worker, you know, a regular Joe as they will call him. Now it has flipped. These guys are bill, you know, millionaires on their way to billionaires, and yet you're, you're, yet you're telling me you're going to do less. It's kind of ass backwards when you should be, you know, doing more. You're taking first of all, you're telling the fans you don't matter to me. Which, you know, you say to yourself, well, why does that matter? Because without fans, guess what, kids? You don't get paid. The money doesn't magically come from nowhere. Fans pay tickets to get into the stadium. So, and then the, the second part of it is you basically tell your TV providers, and if you're a part of the NBA union, your partners, hey, it don't matter. I don't have to play. Because ESPN only dropped gazillions and billions of dollars to broadcast these games. So, if you're going to take a break and you need your time, because I understand sometimes you just need a day. You just need a day. Then I think what they should do is, number one, they should the, 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 the design times that they have days off should be on, I say, non-national televised games. It shouldn't be a big game. It shouldn't be if ESPN or TNT is carrying your game, that should not be the game you choose to take a break on because without ESPN and without TNT, I tell you what the NBA is. It's not as popular as the MLS. That's just to, to be fair. Without ESPN in the last 10 years, the NBA would be non-existent. I don't care how sexy LeBron James is on the basketball court. The NBA would be non-existent. When Jordan retired, nobody was watching basketball. Especially when the Shaq and Kobe era was kind of dying down. The day Jordan left was the day people were like, eh, I got nothing to look forward to anymore. The NBA has become global because of help like ESPN, because of Turner. And these are people who are paying the, 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 the bulk of the load and the reason why the players can get more money. But when you turn your nose up and say, I don't have to do it, you're just basically saying kick rocks. So what if the tomorrow... They decide, you know what, because this is happening in baseball. Players aren't getting paid anymore in baseball. The days of the the the, app, the, the baseball player just getting these buttloads of checks. No, the older the player gets, they're like, bye, we don't need you. We'll just draft younger, and we don't have to pay them. And then when they when their rookie contract's up, either they're crap, I mean, either crap or get off the pot. So... Kyrie, you know, something's got to give. Somebody's got to have a conversation with these guys. Somebody's got to bring them to a realization. Because what do you really do? At the end of the day, everything trickles down. And what you're showing younger players is, hey, it don't matter. I don't need to play. Every game ain't important. Every game don't matter. When that's the complete opposite. Because every, every coach at the lower level tries to teach their players every game does matter. Every second does matter. Every minute does. And it doesn't have to be um, sports-related. It could be your regular 9-to-5 job, your regular punch-in-the-clock job. You basically, you know, hey, I mean, I don't need to show up to this this place. Yes, I know you give me a paycheck, but I don't feel like coming in today. 
if everybody had that that mentality, we'd be in a world of trouble, man. I'm just here to tell you. That's like that's why I do my show because I give my opinion. I don't care if you got a problem with it. You need to leave a comment and subscribe. That's what you should do. Anyway, if you're listening to the show on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, or Spotify, <gasps> um. The music today is going to be a little low-key. It's the music I would normally play on Sundays. We kicked it off with a little Elton John, a little Philadelphia Freedom. I'm going to follow it up in, uh, with a little uh, Super Bad from Man James Brown. We're also going to hear some uh, Michael um, Jackson and a little Queen. But we're going to uh, wrap up segment one. When we come back in the next segment, we kick it off with the news um, of the week. And then we're going to touch on... Um, some uh, NFL news that's going on, and you know, Shaquem Newton be losing his job. Hey, stay tuned, especially on Instagram, because um, I'm just talking. Watch me, watch me, I got it. Watch me, I got it. Hey! What it's all about <laughs> I got soul And I'm super bad I got soul <laughs> And I'm super bad <laughs> Now I got a move That tells me what to do Sometimes I do <laughs> Now I got a move That tells me what to do Sometimes I feel so nice Try myself a few. Huh. Huh. I got soul and I'm super bad. Huh. I'm love. I love to do my thing. Huh. And, I, and I don't need no one else. Sometimes I feel so nice. Good God. I jump back. I want to kiss myself. Everybody, it's time for some news of the day. 
Uh, check this out. So from college football, Chase Young of Ohio State. Some are uh, looking at him as the number one prospect in all of football right now. Is not going to play tomorrow. Apparently something happened in 2018. No information has been released. Uh, the first I heard was on uh, Get Up from ESPN this morning. So as soon as we hear, I hear something, you all will hear something. All right. And um, moving on, Tiger Woods. He's a captain on the President's Cup. He has made a selection. He has made his num- another pick, and the pick was the Tiger Woods. So Tiger Woods will now be on the President's Cup, and he will be playing down there in Australia, Mike. And then finally, baseball's Silver Slugger Awards was handed out, and it's, I just went ahead and did some who's who's. Freddie Freeman of the Atlanta Braves, first baseman, won his first one. Uh, DJ LeMahieu of the Yankees won his first one. Uh, Alex uh, Borman of the Houston Astros won his first one. Anthony Rendon won his second in a row. The best player in all of baseball that baseball needs to get behind and start marketing. Mike Trout won his seventh, and Mookie Betts won his third. So that's the news. That's the news. That's the news. That's the news. All right. So thank you all. Thank you all. Alright, so we're going to shut this down And we're going back live on Instagram um, Right now And talk about what's been popping off So, I was going to start today's show about Cam Newton He should not lose his job This is terrible This is this is blasphemy <laughs> You know, this guy was great How do you, how do you just replace him? Well, and I had to do my homework And I went and did some research And Cam... Uh, if anybody tries to poke the bear and say this is the race card, well, you'll be 110% wrong because in years past, there have been plenty of quarterbacks in the NFL that have lost their job due to injury. I just so happen to have a list thanks to the Daily News. Most recently was Tony Romo of the Dallas Cowboys. Romo, uh, he lost to the Dak Prescott, Drew Brees to Tom Brady, um... Ron Jaworski lost it to Randall Cunningham when he played for the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Alex Smith lost it to Colin Kaepernick. Remember him? Drew Brees lost to Phillip Rivers. Phil Simmons lost to Jeff Holster. Who the heck is that? Joe Montana lost to Steve Young. So that's just a, a few guys. Those are important players to name a few. The question to me still is, is can I think it's still, you know, where's the loyalty lie? Does the team owe Cam Newton anything? Probably not. Maybe. I don't know. Cam Newton, to me, in my opinion, made the Carolina Panthers more relevant than they ever had in their in their existence. And they've had some great players play for that organization. But Cam added a different type of uh, uh, attitude and identity to that team, a swag, if you will, to that team. Uh, and when you look at where... The team is the team is in good hands right now with Christian McCaffrey, but how long can you get honestly from a running back in football? Running backs have a four to five year shelf life, tops. It's rare that you see like a Adrian Peterson who is still in the league, but Adrian Peterson ain't leading no team anywhere. He's now with the Redskins where players go to die. Um, so. What do you do if you're Carolina? Do you give Cam a second opportunity? Do you wait until the offseason, see if he's any better, and then you bring him back? Or do you just move on? 
Cam Newton and Ron Rivera have been a tandem since Cam came in the league. They've been partners. Ron Rivera being the head coach of that football team, they've been the dynamic duo. They went to a Super Bowl together. They, the, the two of them did something nobody else in that division, not Matt Ryan and the, the Atlanta Falcons, not the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, not the Saints. Um, I think that I named all the teams. If not, it doesn't matter. But Carolina won three NFC South divisions in a row. That division was notoriously known. Flip a quarter and let's see who's going to win next year. Let's see who, who who wins it all. But Cam Newton basically made it where you could pencil them in as a playoff team. Even on their worst years, he found a way to will that team to the playoffs. Now, we always look at Tom Brady. We always give Tom Brady credit. We always say Tom Brady did without any receivers. Cam had one receiver in Greg Olson. That's it. The other receivers they've had, uh, Steve Smith was at the end of his career. Um, they had uh, somebody, Benjamin. I can't think of his first name. But Benjamin, who I thought was going to be good for Cam, turned out to be a bust. He, he's playing nowhere. Uh, um, Buffalo went after him, and he, he's now working next to me. So, <laughs> by the way, Benjamin, if you're looking for work, I'm looking for interns. But let's look at Cam's future next year if he's not going to be back with the Carolina Panthers. Apparently, everybody thinks the Chicago uh, Bulls, Bulls, listen to me, the Chicago uh, Bears will love to have him. I think that I think if you're Cam Newton and you're coming off of these type of injuries that you have, you don't want to go to a cold weather city. You probably want to go somewhere more warm weather, somewhere, you know, um, you know, where your body tends to respond and bounce back a little bit better. If 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 I'm the uh, Los Angeles Chargers, where I'm moving into a stadium that I got to share with the Rams, who better than Cam Newton do I bring to L.A.? Like, he has L.A. written all over him. He, he's a guy who, when dabbing was cool, was be, part of it. Cam Newton had little kids. Excuse me. Cam Newton had little white kids dabbing. And if anybody knows what dabbing was supposedly supposed to meant, yeah. It, it, he had kids doing that, it, and it became popular. Now he doesn't dab anymore. You see teams now, they win, and they're taking pictures together. That was Cam Newton. The year they went to the Super Bowl, Cam would they would they would score a touchdown. He would grab the team. They were going to the sidelines. They would all take a picture. Every time Cam scores a touchdown, whether it's he, he throws one or he runs in one, he takes a football and go and gives it to a kid in the stands. This guy is, is a celeb. This guy is box office in L.A. He should go. If... I don't think he should go to Miami because that team is a dumpster fire. They, their, their, their organization, the management, everything that they do, they just do everything backwards. They get good players, just turn them into mush. So I probably wouldn't look to go there. I would look um, uh, potentially maybe even New Orleans. You know, how long could Drew Brees keep playing? Some say he should maybe look at the New England Patriots. That wouldn't be bad him with uh, Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick has never had an athlete quarterback like Cam Newton. He's always had Tom Brady, the 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 you know pencil drawn in guy. You know, if you looking for a prototypical quarterback, there would be Tom Brady in the pocket, Mister Roboto versus Cam Newton, who's just going to turn it up and change the game any way he sees fit. So it's going to be hard because every team seems to have a quarterback now. So where does he go? Please, God, don't go to, to Washington. I'd rather Cam Newton retire than go to Washington. 
maybe, just throwing it out there, maybe a certain New York Jets team should go after this guy and give him his resurgence because the Jets, number one, need to fire their head coach. Number two, they need a quarterback because the guy they got, your quarterback should not be getting the kissing disease. I'm just saying. Why in the blue cheese is your quarterback getting the kissing disease? All right, I got myself 40 seconds to go off on a rant about my favorite punching bag from this past year in um, Adrian uh, Antonio Brown, who's now uh, reappeared his ugly little head a, pe- uh, a couple of weeks ago, a month ago, or not that long ago. He went on a Twitter rampage killing the NFL. Now, for those of you who don't know Antonio Brown is, which, by the way, I don't, I'm not. If you don't, not a big deal. Antonio Brown was the um, Pittsburgh Steelers' number one wide receiver. Beast. Throw the ball him. Guaranteed catch. Guaranteed touchdown. Un- undoubtedly was the hands 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 down the best wide receiver in football. Well, he decided. That the Pittsburgh Steelers wasn't giving him enough love and enough money, so Pittsburgh obliged him and traded him to Oakland, where Oakland did said gave him money. He did not get or he he didn't receive any of the money, not because the Oakland Raiders check bounced, because he didn't play one single game for the Oakland Raiders where his contract stated all he had to do was play one game. Ladies and gentlemen, for the amount of money he got paid, I don't care how much I hate an individual or I hate a situation, I'm not going to do anything to jeopardize that paper. So, yeah, and still, oh, um, Oakland said, we don't need you, Vonco's deals. He got cut by Oakland. Let me remind you, after he got cut by Oakland, he had a live Instagram, like I'm doing, and he celebrated leaving Oakland, saying free at last, free at last. Any slave that was freed at last was again paid $70 million. I'm just going out there just saying that. So then New England signed him, and then he got in trouble because of his past. So he, again, didn't get paid. So then he went on this tirade, basically, the NFL don't love me, they treat black men bad. F the NFL. I don't need you, I'm going back to college. That kid was in August. No, sorry, that was in September. I apologize, that was in September. Well, here it is November, and Christmas is coming up, and it's a lot different when you ain't got no money in your pocket. So now he's singing a different tune. He's ready to come back. He's ready. He wants the the, 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 the Carter song, Welcome Back, played. I'm here to tell you, if you're an NFL team, do not sign Antonio Brown. And if you're Antonio Brown, I want you to listen to me very carefully. Stay off Twitter. Stop tweeting everything that you think. Stop expressing every emotion that goes through your mind. If you're really trying to get back in the NFL, sit at home and shut up and let your agent do his job. All right? Don't fall in the same hole T.O. did. Don't fall in the same hole all these other players do because you're, you're 31 years old, which means in NFL talk, we don't need you because we draft kids every year that could replace you and you're one old man injury away from being useless. You got your check and you blew it. So now, my good man, sit at home, be quiet, and maybe you could be an analyst for ESPN and you can reap up the benefits or you could be some type of bounce back case in the following year. But if you're trying to rebound in your career, if as a person who was in a situation where I lost my job, the first thing I didn't do was go on a Twitter rampage against my ex-employer. I shut my mouth and I went and found work. And then I got it, and then it worked out. 
It never works for an individual to start complaining about their employer and then looking to kiss their butt. Nah, especially not in the NFL, not in the good old boy league. No, sir. The NFL, I don't compare the NFL to slavery. I compare it to farming. They don't, once that cow gets old and fat, they just shoot them. And that's pretty much what they do to players. Once the player gets old, it's going to shoot you and it just replace you with a new calf. That's pretty much it, kids. Anyway, um, we're going to come back, wrap the show up, segment number three, um, <clears throat> and follow it up. I'm throwing a little, uh, who am I playing next? I don't know, Michael Jackson. little beat it. Um, if you're watching on Instagram, obviously you're not getting the music. And if you're watching on Instagram, just one person as we wave back. Anyway, uh, the third segment will not be live. It'll just You would just have to listen to it from the show. So uh, we'll be right back, everybody. I'm just talking. It's been a weird day. It's been a lot of inside baseball going on with this bloody show. A lot of technical stuff I've been having, but that's not for you to worry about nor to care about. Trust me. Anyway, uh, thank you all for listening today on the show. If you watched on Instagram, thank you for watching, even though I Instagram tells me how many people watch. <laughs> subscribe at the bottom. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, hit the subscribe button. Leave a comment, please. Um, I don't care. Just leave a comment. 
uh, say happy birthday, uh, 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 put a high five sign, just say hello. Um, if you listen on Google Play, SoundCloud, or uh, Spotify, hit the follow button, and uh, you can leave comments there. I'm leaving an inbox, so that'll be pretty cool. Uh, the show, no show Sunday. We'll be back two Sundays from now. Uh, we'll be back. Um, will we be back? That's, uh, we're back the 17th I'm going to do a show on the 17th And then we're not going to do a show Thanksgiving week Probably not We uh, need some time um, What else is happening uh, I can't think uh, Yeah <laughs> I can't think of nothing I didn't write anything down to go over But let's wrap it up uh, College football playoff rankings Came out the other day I'm not going to break down uh, everything But they need to fix this system. In all honesty, they need to do a better job. The system is broken. The system is dreadful. The system is terrible. The system is the worst ranking system in all of sports. Enough's enough with this two-team loss crap being in the top 15. Let's just, you know what, either the NCAA needs to create the schedules or you need to stop holding teams account. Uh, uh, you need to stop holding teams um, accountable or holding them down because of their schedule. Teams, some of these schools, their schedules are done years in advance, man. So if a team is undefeated, now yes, don't get me, don't get it wrong. If a team is like some, you know, some Jack Lake team from somewhere, yeah. But you got a team like Minnesota that's undefeated that can't be anywhere in the top five, not in the top ten. Not even a, you know what I mean? Like they're down in the, they're down in the bottom. This is stupid. Georgia has a loss, so a team uh, that has zero losses, they're not ranked over because Georgia may play in the SEC championship. I, I took a look at this SEC. The majority of the schools are trash. Texas A&M, Kansas. Uh, I think they're in the big. Hold on, huh? Let's take a look here because the the way the stuff is broken down, they don't explain to you how these selections and choices go through. And I think it's unfair and I think it's not right because in no other system in America is it, 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 it do they keep this much hush hush on what you know on what happens. So here we go. In fact, that's not gonna tell me this is gonna tell me who's playing. Uh the I wouldn't be using my iPad right now, but the problem is um I use it to record it. <laughs> SEC football conference. All right, let's take a look. Here are the schools in the SEC football conference. All right. That is not the SEC. What in the blue cheese? I just had it up. I'm hungry, too. I just had it. Oh, man. See, that's why I need an intern. That's why I need an intern. Give me a... What teams make up that? Yeah, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. You got Florida. They got two losses. You have Tennessee. Tennessee's trash every year. Georgia. Well, Georgia's normally good. You got Kentucky, trash. South Carolina, trash. Vanderbilt, trash. Missouri, trash. Um, Texas A&M, trash. Arkansas, trash. Mississippi State, trash. And Ole Miss, trash. These are all teams that are horrible, and yet somehow, some way, because they don't, you got LSU and Alabama and Georgia. The, those three teams make up enough for the SEC to be the juggernaut that it is. Enough's enough, man. Come on. 
your record should speak for itself, and that's it. And then guess what? If the team is not comes from a bad conference and they got a great record, let them go to the playoff and find out how good they are. If Alabama just runs through all them teams, let them run through all them teams. It'll make them either get stronger or get better. But the the, the reason why the SEC is good every year because they get the same exposure. The reason why the Pac-10, I mean the Big Ten, it's the same teams. Either the NCAA needs to just confine it down to the SEC, the Big Ten, the ACC, and the Big 12. That's it. Because they disrespect the Pac-12 every year because they play on the West Coast. They say they don't play anybody. The games are too late. Enough. All right? Enough's enough. So, that's my rant. I can see Jay Williams is on his, uh, his I'm a millennial, let me defend all the right stuff that's going on. They want to put Zion Williams on a minutes restriction. This goes back to what we talked about earlier. I said in previous shows, if Zion Williams, they should not play him for the rest of the year. It's, it's stupid. Don't put him on a minutes restriction. He's not a pitcher. Just let him sit until next year. Just redshirt him. But, you know... <sighs> I'm tired of arguing. Next show, I'm not arguing with anybody. Next show will be a much happier show. Thanks for listening, everybody. It's been fun. Uh, Just remember this quote that Tim Tebow said earlier today that really stuck out to me. Talent always beats, excuse me, the other way around. Uh, Hard work always beats talent because talent doesn't like to work hard. Wow. That that explains what I mean. I got a trophy outside, uh, has a statue outside of a stadium. How about that? Um. It's been fun, guys. Uh, we'll be back uh, next week. New Downright Sports next Tuesday. So if you watch Downright Sports on YouTube, we will have a new show next Tuesday. Um, so, yeah, that should be cool. And then the rest of you guys out there, just be easy, be fun, and be safe. Deuces, everyone.
somebody to love, find me somebody to love.